The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. took with him Peter and John and James and went up the mountain to pray. As he prayed, the aspect of his face was changed and his clothing became brilliant as lightning. Suddenly, there were two men talking to him. There were Moses and Elijah appearing in glory and they were speaking of his passing, which he was to accomplish in Jerusalem. Peter and his companions were heavy with sleep, but they kept awake and saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As these were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is wonderful for us to be here. So let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what he was saying. As he spoke, a cloud came and covered them with shadow. And when they went into the cloud, the disciples were afraid. And a voice came from the cloud saying, This is my son, the chosen one. Listen to him. And after the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. The disciples kept silence and at that time told no one what they had seen. The Gospel of the Lord. May the Lord give you his peace. I greet you with the greeting of St. Francis, which he used before he used to preach. I know there might be some of Irish descent here, so very happy St. Patrick's Day. And if we were to look at the readings or in Ireland at the Solemnity from Luke when Jesus gets into Peter's boat and preaches from the water. And after Jesus says to them, put out into the deep, pay out your nets for a catch. And Peter and his, his companions are so overcome by the catch. And it's interesting to note in the text that at first Peter says to Jesus, he calls him Master. And then after the catch, he calls him Lord. Lord, I am a sinful man, he says. And Jesus says, do not be afraid. From now on, you'll be catching men. Do not be afraid. Sometimes fear can paralyze us and take us from the task at hand 
of the task that the Lord wants us to accomplish. It was that very day when Jesus called them. From now on you'll be catching men. And they left everything. We look at Peter's life. He asked them after that, because he's slowly revealing who he is. Who do, they, who do they say the Son of Man is? Some say Elijah, some the prophet. But who do you say that I am? Jesus asked this question. And it's a question for us. Who is Jesus for us? We might struggle in our faith, believing everything the church teaches. We might come to Mass, and surely we could be struggling. And Peter, inspired by the Holy Spirit, says, you are the Christ, the Messiah. And Jesus says, this has not been given to you by man alone, but from my Father in heaven. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound on earth. Whatever you loose in heaven will be loosed in heaven. And then there comes the day when Jesus reveals how his glory will be revealed by his crucifixion and death. That's how we'll triumph over sin and death. But the mentality of the Jews was a king coming with royalty and splendor and awe. And so when Jesus reveals this to Peter and his disciples, Peter remonstrates him. No, Lord, this shall not happen to you. And what is Jesus' Jesus' response? Get behind me, Satan. And to console his disciples, today we see the glory of God revealed. We see the light man. If you ever read about people who've had near-death experiences, those who maybe have died or seen glimpses of, glimpses of heaven, they speak about the light, the light in heaven, and the light emanating from Jesus, the light man. And what did Jesus say when he was here on earth? I am the light of the world. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And so the glory of God, His divinity is revealed in the transfiguration. And my brothers and sisters in Christ, just as those three years, or 33 years, but those three years with His disciples, that glory was hidden. Soon we'll be receiving Jesus in the Eucharist. And that glory is hidden. It looks like bread. It tastes like bread. It smells like bread. It tastes like wine. It smells like wine. But after the words of consecration, which a priest receives through ordination, apostolic succession, he receives the gift of the priesthood, which Jesus instituted at the Last Supper, the priesthood in the Eucharist. He receives the power, the authority to call down the Holy Spirit upon the gifts of bread and wine. And after those prayers are said by the priest, 
Just as He forgives sins, He absolves sins. By His words, the Holy Spirit comes down and changes the bread and the bread and the wine into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, and His glory is hidden. But we are actually receiving the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. The light man. God himself. The same God who came down from heaven was born of the Virgin Mary. Was born to die. For us. The whole point of our salvation. He was born to die to save us. So we can't separate Christmas and Good Friday. What's our response? What should our response be? Today in the Gospel, the Father speaks, which is quite rare. He speaks at His baptism. He speaks now. And His words are, listen to Him. Listen to Him. And what is He saying to us? in our hearts. You know, our hearts, as we, as we go through life, we're baptized, and at baptism we receive the indwelling of the Trinity. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit dwells within us. But through life, as we get older, if we've committed any serious sin, uh, we can banish uh, the Lord, and we can come back to Him through confession. He dwells within us. And what is He saying to us? What's He speaking? What's the word He's speaking? I love you, my son, my chosen one. Just as we hear, my chosen one, my beloved, my favorite one. But do we believe that? You see, in this parish mission, many graces are on offer. Different parish missions we've had in the past, we've seen deep spiritual healings, mental healings, physical healings. Listen to him. What's he saying? Come follow me. Master, where do you stay? Come and see. Come follow me. Are we willing? To feel the fear and still follow. To not know where Jesus will lead us and still follow. The difficulty of entering into relationship, a deeper relationship with Jesus. To be a disciple is to spend time, to waste time in his presence in prayer and allow him to speak. So when you hear that voice, that thought that comes into your mind, the Lord speaks to us. But if we have too many things coming into our ears, our music, our phone, we can't hear God's voice. But if we're willing to listen, to put away the phone and all our friends, and to sit before the Lord in His presence, and to listen to what He says, and then what is our response? Oh, how He loves us. We see that on the cross. We see it in the gift of the Eucharist. 
We see it every time we come into a Catholic church. We see the red light burning by the Blessed Sacrament, by the tabernacle. Oh, how He loves us. And some of us have been following Him for a very long time. If you come to daily Mass, you pray your devotions, very faithful. And yet, the Lord is very pleased and He wants to give us a lot more. Maybe that burden we're carrying, that pain of family separation or need for reconciliation or health problem or sin struggling with, whatever it might be, the Lord wants to lift those burdens. And a parish mission is a time where God bestows His grace. And so if we're willing to come and give our evening, 7.30 each night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Monday night, God's love, Tuesday, God's mercy, there'll be priests here who you may not have seen uh, very much in the past, you may not see them in the future, to unload those burdens, those sins that are unconfessed. Unconfessed sin blocks grace. And to give that over to the Lord. Wednesday night will be God's healing. Many might say, oh, I'd like to go to God's healing, but I don't want to go to confession. Well, as we know in the Gospels, Jesus heals the paralytic. How? He forgives his sins, and then he heals him from his paralysis. And on Thursday night, Mass of the Holy Spirit and Our Lady. The Lord has something for the parish of St. Anthony. He has something for us individually. And He's putting it on our hearts right now, what He wants to heal. And I believe the Lord's going to work many miracles during the mission. Just by releasing the word, the faith that He's going to show up. He's already here. He's present in the Blessed Sacrament right now. He'll be coming shortly into my hands when I call down the Holy Spirit in persona Christi. What is it the Lord wants to transfigure in our lives? What does He want to transform? What sin, what burden does He want to lift? What rock does He want to lift? What mountain does He want to move in our lives? What is necessary? Unless you take up your cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. Lord, where do you stay? Come and see. Come, follow me. This mission, I would say, is actually a retreat. The morning masses, the friars will be saying the mass at 7.45 and 10, and there will be a holy hour in between those masses. It's a time to renew our faith in the Eucharist, in Jesus, what the church teaches, what we believe, what we pray is what we believe. It's the same Jesus we read about in the Gospel today, who's shortly coming to each one of us 
into our hearts, into our souls. Present body, blood, soul, and divinity. God, the one from all eternity, always existed. And there will never be a time when he doesn't exist. Jesus, who's consubstantial, is connected to God the Father and God the Holy Spirit in his divine nature, is coming to us. If the Queen was coming, we'd have some big celebration outside. And yet, God, momentarily, is going to show up inside of us. The most intimate thing a person can give is themselves. The self-gift. Jesus lays down his life for us, and he gives himself in the Eucharist to us. What is our response? So when he comes, and he's inside of us this morning, let us speak to him, but also listen to him. What is he saying? What the Father said, listen to him. May Jesus Christ be praised now and forever. Amen.